You're listening to the Ask Coach Parry podcast. If you'd like to join thousands of other runners from around the world who are getting direct access to Coach Parry, his science-backed training plans that work, and a community of runners to motivate you and hold you accountable, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask. Welcome on to this edition of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. We've got a double whammy today. Lindsay, nice to, nice to touch base once again. Are you well? Yep, everything is going well, Brad. And this is about a session that's not my favorite. And you're going to go, it's about the time trial, is it? Because the time trials aren't my favorite either. But it's not about time trials. This is about hill training. <laughs> so just so you know. Uh, and it's it's two people asking pretty much the same question. Uh, Gabby actually started the thread in the forum. She said, hi, coaches. I hit my hill repeats last week in a very long while. Uh, I was a bit knocked that I didn't hit the slower range of the suggested paces. But then when I checked the gradient of the hill, I see that it was 5.8%, which is then why I understood why I didn't hit those paces. So my question is this, do I lower the gradient to 3 to 4% to hit the suggested pace or do I keep the higher gradient and keep at it? So that's the first one. And then Mourna had a follow-on question saying I had the same issue last week uh, and will be doing the same session later this morning. I could only hit the slower paces uh, on the flatter section of the hill and was going to change uh, to a flatter route today to see if I could maintain the pace over the distance rather than bothering too much with a gradient. My routes hereabouts are always hilly, so every run over about 10 minutes is going to involve some hill training, uh, up or down, usually both. So, Lindsay, what's best here? Do you find a hill that's not as steep or do you just slow the paces down? So the answer has a couple of parts to it. And the first part is that efforts on hill work is much more important than pace. So whenever we're working out paces for people and, and suggested paces for interval work of any type, there is some educated guessing going on there. Uh, and some people are relatively stronger in terms of speed and power versus endurance, which is also why there is a range and we don't say, right, you must do it at this exact pace. So that's the, the first thing is that there is always some um, educated guessing that's going on to what those, those ideal paces are. That gets harder to do with the hills because there's an even wider discrepancy between people who are good at, at, or strong on the hills and people are relatively weak on the hills. So don't worry too much about the paces. The paces are there as a guideline to guide effort. And the idea on those hills is to run them really hard to be getting towards the top and getting to a, a situation where you know you're not going to be able to keep going at that pace for much longer, but you should be able to get all the way to the top of the hill at that consistent speed. Your legs should be burning and feeling like they are really a bit wobbly, but by the time you then get down to the bottom of the hill, you should be fully recovered. So that's kind of the, the feeling that, that you're going for. Then in terms of what gradient is better, for intervals that are two minutes or longer, you really don't want that gradient to be over 5% so you can help it. So ideal is 4 or 5% um, and you want it to be um, around, I would rather have it at 3% than 5.5%, just to give you an eye. For hills that are one minute and shorter, then you can look at going Maybe five and a half, five, five point eight percent is okay, but I still do prefer 
than to be on the, maybe the four, the four and a half percent side. But it is better for those one minute ones to be a little bit steeper. So three percent might be a little bit too shallow, but uh, you know, I don't gradual shallow, too gradual. But um, yeah, uh, it's still it's still okay. And then what will happen as a response is that you will then run a bit quicker, obviously. Um, but yeah, so so when you find these routes, check them out afterwards. What you're looking at is the your rise or the the the, um, the meters that you gained over the, the distance that you ran. Um, divide that, multiply it by 100. Your ideal number is four five percent, um, and three is definitely better than over five. Fabulous, Lindsay. As always, uh, thank you for that, Gabby and Warner. I hope that helps. And uh, yeah, just so that people don't know, I actually do like running. It's just the hard sessions. I'm, I'm not a masochist, so I think I, I like running easy. And when the, the hard sessions do pop up, pop, pop up onto my session, Lindsay will be the first to attest that he's the first one that gets abuse on a WhatsApp message saying, "Do I really have to do it?" <laughs> the answer is always yes, but uh, I'm always told I have to ask. If you don't ask, you're not going to get. So I always try and avoid them, but I always end up doing them. That's just the way it is. Lindsay, as always, thanks for. T- joining us today hey it's brad here again thank you so much for listening to this episode of the ask coach parry podcast before i go don't forget to save your seat in our upcoming comrades marathon training webinar you can head over to coachparry.com forward slash webinar for all the details and if you've got a question that you need help with or if you'd like to run as well as we know you can you can head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask